Good morning, happy Sunday. Hope we are all good, ready for a relaxing Sunday or a busy Sunday. We have cardio with Katie at nine and a meditation tonight, quite a chilled one actually. And then before the week goes ahead tomorrow. So just want to touch on fibre and bloating today. Um, as I had a question and it was a discussion really. The more healthy I eat, the more I feel like I'm more bloated. Hey Sue, good morning, how are you? Give me a hello if you're coming in, let me know if you're watching live or on replay. Any questions, let me know as well. So I feel bloated the more healthier I eat. And it's a really interesting one because, yeah, when you look at, you know, what's advised, you've got to remember what's being advised is very generic. It's also for the bulk of the population. Actually, for the bulk of the population, if someone eats more fibre, they're going to feel better because they'll be more full up. Chances are they're going to eat more fruit and vegetables. They're going to get the benefits of fibre. Fibre binds to your cholesterol, may help lower cholesterol, among other things, so blood pressure. As a result of eating more fibre, the foods that you eat are going to be higher in antioxidants, polyphenols, which are great for your immune system. There's lots of benefits in here. However, if you're feeling bloated, that could be a, that could make you feel rubbish. Your energy could be lower. You might not do as much exercise. You might not feel as motivated to do the things that you know you need to do. It might impact your sleep at night if you're uncomfortable, which then affects your energy the next day, which then affects your perception of how rewarding food is, your so-called willpower around snacks, around foods, around making better, more intelligent, informed choices around food and the exercise you do. And it can have a big effect on it. So I want to talk about fiber because of all them reasons. So fiber is found generally in whole grains, in fruit and vegetables. And the general consensus is that it's good for you. And to an extent, more is better feeding the gut bacteria. However, for some people, there's certain types of fibers that can cause quite a lot of issue. These are more fermentable fibers. And they're called fermentable fibers because they're broken down via fermentation. Your body can't digest them, which in some hand, on one hand is actually a benefit, but on another hand is a drawback because your body has to ferment them and the, and the byproduct of fermentation is gas, which can mean bloating, which can mean uncomfortable, which could mean IBS, which could mean not absorbing your nutrition, which can mean you feel tired, you might be deficient in iron and things like that as a result of it, potentially just speculating with it. So what I would advise you to do is the, the recommended intake is 30 grams a day of fiber. And you might find that that is generally okay to hit. You might not. Um, if you're eating fruit, vegetables, some whole grains in there, you'll be fine. Beans, pulses. However, if they're trigger foods for you, what I'd say is this, and you're really uncomfortable and that's impacting everything you do, is that Getting a handle on your fermentation, your energy is probably more important for you right now. And reducing your fermentation, fermentable carbohydrates will probably make you feel a whole lot better. You might have heard of like FODMAP diets, you might have heard of um, just a low fermentation diet. And that's why some people feel so much better on lower carb diets, because it's essentially leading towards that indirectly. So fermentable foods would include pulses, beans, whole grains, legumes, um, nuts, peanuts more, um, then that's kind of the main area is the carbohydrates. So actually, what you would want to change towards, and this is going to sound weird, but is things like if you're going to have carbohydrates, it would be like 
small portion of sourdough, um, jasmine rice because it's higher GI, it's less fiber in it so it's easier to digest. If you're looking at fruits, things like berries will be the best for you in terms of fermentation and you're still getting a, a load of nutrition in there. Vegetables, most vegetables are okay. Obviously though, if you're eating them raw, that's gonna be an issue. So like raw carrots, things like that, make sure they're all cooked. Little tips like that that can make such a difference to someone. Then you want the bulk of your diet coming from proteins and fat on that, not the bulk of your diet. But what I mean is protein and fats will not be fermentable. So protein and fats are generally not fermentable. So you'll probably be able to eat them and feel less bloated if that's your issue. Okay, so protein, be it meat, meat alternatives, eggs. Um, most dairy should be okay in terms of yogurt. Um, but, you know, that's one to, to look at. Fats aren't fermentable either. So you're looking at things like avocado, olive oil, olives, things like that will generally be okay as well. And sometimes just those little tweaks can have such a big impact. But then I also want to talk about portion size, because often we talk about bloating. I feel bloated up the more healthier I eat. Have we just gone from here to here? Like sometimes you just got to look at, okay, can I just increase it a bit slower and see how I feel? And then food prep, am I soaking my beans, lagoons, things like that? But what I would say is, the, and this has been shown in, in research as well, is that a lower fer fermentation diet can actually help with the bloating as well. Just getting that balance right between going, oh, I don't need any fiber anymore, and just, just seeing, okay, can you just try them cooked instead of raw carrots, for example? Not that there's any problem with raw carrots. For most people, like I said, these, these guidelines are okay. But if it's really, you know, can be quite impacting if you're getting a lot of IBS, if you're bloated a lot, you're not absorbing your nutrition as a result of that, we kind of need to get a handle on this. What I'll do as well is I'll post a link to a podcast I did with a dietitian called Mike Sweeney, which goes into this in a bit more detail. Gut health, myths, um, a five-day actual protocol to do this as well. So I hope that helps. I will post that uh, in the comments for you as well. Any questions, let me know and have a great Sunday. Okay, speak soon.